What can I say? I love you, Kate Pearson, with every inch of my heart, which you single-handedly defrosted and resuscitated like an emergency room physician. I think, uh, I think you might have my notes. Oh, dear. There you go. <laughs> ah, yes. This makes more sense. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for gathering today. We've come together to celebrate Kate and Philip. Admit it. You hated me the first time we met. And maybe I hated you a little bit, too. So, no, this was not a love at first sight, magical fairy tale romance. It was gritty, flaws up front. Mm -hmm. Super Bowl ring, only worthy of those willing to battle in the snow and in the mud. And I'll explain what a Super Bowl is later. <laughs> I give you this ring as a sign of my love. And I give you this ring as a sign of my love. And there you have it. You may now kiss the bride. Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. everybody and welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake and I love episodes like this. I love episodes of like weddings and when you especially when you have large <clears throat> casts of characters. Mm-hmm. Especially those that you're, you know, you're you're close with and yeah. like I like seeing Uncle Nicky there and just like laughing at this wedding and like genuinely just smiling. It's I know I got a similar feeling to like Lost. You know, at the end, mm, where it's okay. just like, it's all these people that you just love and care about all in the same space. And they're in this happy moment and just seeing the entire cast together. It must have been, it must have been like a special time shooting. It yeah. must have special, it must have been a special time like writing it, it and the whole thing, right? It must have been just this really cool event. And so like when I see that kind of laughter, it mm-hmm. almost feels real. real. It feels yeah. genuine. Like, hey, we're all here. This is a special thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love episodes like this where, um, by the way, I can just um, evoke, uh, you know, invoke the, <laughs> the, 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 the lost of it all. You know, I just, that's really important to me. Mm. You know, just all, all the lost that all I can. All lost so is Blake's jam. I will, I will never, ever let that go. If I could find my sound, I would play it, but I can't. So... What are we doing here, Blake? <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, here it is. We have to go back, Kate. There we go. I had to get it in there. Sorry, Congratulations. Go ahead. So your story today, Marvin, what do you got? Oh, my story today. Have you ever had a pound of ham moment? Where I just feel like I need to switch things up? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. All right. What do you got? I go through phases with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> there there are times you know women some women some people because a lot of guys grow out their hair too some people just grow out their hair and they like it and they keep the same hairstyle like what rebecca had for years same hairstyle i've had i've literally had the same hairstyle since i was 
17. Exactly. <laughs> and then there's people like me. Yeah. Who change it yep. several times yep. a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I <clears throat> love it because I go to the hair salon. They say, okay, so what side do you part your hair on? I don't know. Whatever side <laughs> it wants to be that day. When I was a television host, I would try to have a different hairstyle mm-hmm. m- most days of the week because I just wanted to keep viewers on their toes. <laughs> I said, I'm going to be the J-Lo. Do you remember J-Lo in American Idol and I how do. she'd have yeah. different hair every episode? I remember. That's what I said because American Idol was big when I was At the time. doing the thing. Yeah. And I said, I want to be the J-Lo. I just want to have different hair. So generally what happens is I grow my hair out mm-hmm. all one length, maybe a little few face framing, you know, layers. But then I get a craving for bangs. Mm-hmm. And I go and I get bangs. Sometimes it's a side swoop. Couple times I had the full, like straight across Zoe de Chanel. Those are hard for me to upkeep. They're cute, but they're hard for upkeep. You don't think they're cute on me? I think I look like Zoe de Chanel. Why don't I'm you- going to give you the same response that Jack had? It's different. Okay, but you like the side swoop. <laughs> Love the side sweep. Yeah. So uh, one time, uh, so Blake loves my long hair. Loves, love, love, love. Can't it. get enough. One time we had a fight. <laughs> And um, that, that following day, I had a hair appointment. And I said, cut it all off. Cut, cut the whole freaking thing cut off. Cut the hair off. It wasn't like all off. It wasn't Mandy Moore's. It wasn't Rebecca's hair. Diana. Oh, no, but that eventually hair. happened. <laughs> no, we, we call that the Hugh Grant. Yes. <laughs> but it was a short bob. It was, it was a Mary Crawley. It Not was, that short. It wasn't that short, but it was. It from was going like, from long to above the shoulders. Oh, it was a big move. Yep. Big move. Yeah. Just in spite of me. Yep. Because <laughs> I was sitting there and the person was saying, okay, so what do you want to do? And I was, I, I remember her saying, she was touching my hair and she's like, so are we going to, you know, keep growing it out? And I said, well, my husband likes my hair long. And I stopped. And I said, but I get to do what I want with my hair. <laughs> Such a freaking Mary thing to do. <laughs> this Such is my a body. Mary thing to do. And, uh, you know, I don't have to do my hair the way he wants all the time. FM. Yeah. It's my hair. I, I want to do what I want. It's hot. So cut it off. Came home. I didn't even warn uh, you. No. You just it, came home. Came and home and I was shocked. just like, what happened? I, I, I don't even, I didn't, I didn't even, I don't think I no, even said anything. You just stared at me. I you just, just stared at me. Because by then we weren't upset with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you just knew, like, don't mess with Mary. Yep. Just don't even... You, Just, you like my hair? Yep. Love Goodbye. it. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, but yeah, I cut off all my hair to grow on my silver hair. So now my my sparkly silver hair is in and my hair is getting long again. It's pretty long. Hasn't been this long probably since before I cut it off when I was mad at you. Uh, Yeah, you're right. It's very long now and I am hankering for a hunk of bangs. And I went so far as to buy two wigs. <laughs> That that, um, that have bangs that are silver to black ombre, oh, man. but they look like wigs, so I will not be wearing yeah. them. And it's going to be summer soon. Who Ma- the hell am I wearing a wig? Mary's so she was so excited. Like, look at the look at the wigs I got. I'm like, Mary, you're wearing a friggin' wig. You have a a thick, beautiful set of hair, and you're wearing a friggin' wig. And it was backwards from what my hair is. It was ombre, like, black on top, silver down below. Yeah. It wasn't salt and pepper. And I'm like, Mary, what are you doing? Oh, the kids love it. The kids keep trying to put it on. I need to send it back. 
yeah, you do. But Get that thing out of my house. It's going to crawl away. So basically, friends, if you want to have a drastic hairstyle change, get yourself a cheap wig first. Min- yeah. like, uh, I keep just trying to try Rebecca should have just put on a wig a little while. A little bit. Say, so do I like this? Get, give it a shot. Yeah. You know, the problem is, though, back at that time, yeah. no Amazon. Can't just go out get a tons of wig. wig stores. Yes, you can. There's wig stores. No, I know, but like it's not as easy as just going on Amazon. What you did and just bump, 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 bump done. There it is. Uh, two days later, you got a friggin' new two wigs. wig. Two wigs, <laughs> black and I silver. Got, I even got a wig hair stand I, for yeah, it. I know. <laughs> so, needless to say, I'm sending the wigs back. I'm are not getting bangs. Are you yet. sending the stand back too? I don't know. Like that stand was only a buck or two. Oh, okay. and if well, I get a whatever. wig in the future, yeah, no, I'll just keep it. We'll find a we'll find a <laughs> use ha- for I it. I have other wigs. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find a use for that it. That are like red hair. Yeah. So that's my story. <laughs> Friggin' Mary with wigs. If your partner likes your <laughs> hair a certain way, and cut you get it off. mad at them, just to piss do them what off. you want. Do what you want with your body. Okay. Do what you want. I'm I'm not saying no. I'm just saying. Maybe have it a conversation. Grows back. It's not like I got a tattoo that I... said Blake is wrong. <laughs> I just cut my hair. Blake is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, I, I also, uh, thank you, Mary, for sharing your story and oh. and and for You're telling welcome, everybody Blake? how you cut your hair in spite of me. Just 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 to jab at me. It's okay. It just no takes problem. you like two days to figure out that you were wrong about something. Um... Mm-hmm. So within those two days, I cut my hair. <laughs> I I wanted to call something out, ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that subject, um, I wanted to call something out, which is uh, last episode. I had it in my notes and I didn't say it, and it pisses me off to no end. Oh, hate that word. Well, it it is what it is. I and I need to say this to get it off my chest, so you hear it. Which is this: at the end of the last episode when they're all at the bar and everybody's happy and Jack-Jack is there and he's singing and, and old Kate and old, um, and, uh, what's his name there? Um, Toby, old Toby is there with the, with the yogurt girlfriend and Phillip's there with the mustache and everything's going great, right? Notice the song that is playing as the score. It is Jack's theme. Uh. It is Jack's theme and if you want to double check it go right ahead google jack's theme on youtube whatever and you'll hear it and it's such a special moment because the halfway through the episode you know obviously we have toby calling out kate saying listen i'm not jack pearson like and that's the problem and yet when everything is all copacetic and everything's fine jack's theme is playing at the end of the episode like you're a wizard so uh yes i am you know what it is? You know you want to know why? why? You're a wizard, Harry. It's because I'm Batman. It's because I'm Batman. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so I wanted to call that out. Go back, check it out. I think you'll like it. And uh, and it, now that you have that context, it'll make you cry even more. Love it. All right. You ready to get into the show, Marvin? Yes, I am ready to get into the show. Okay. I want to let you know, guys, please, to go to... MaryandBlake.com, check out all the great podcasts that we have going on over there. As of this moment, we are coming up on the final episode of Outlander Cast. And season then, six. Season six, yes. And then we are going to be moving on to Bridgerton season two. Also of note, once this is us is over, 
We are moving on to season five of The Last Kingdom. So People wonder why I still have long COVID. I know. <laughs> People wonder why we just have no lives. There you go, ladies and gents. We're too busy podcasting. By the way, couldn't, I'm fine be, with it. couldn't be any happier. Stay couldn't, away from me. Couldn't be. Stay, stay away from me, will you? Just listen to me. I'll come and cut your hair. <laughs> All right, let's do this, shall we? Yes. All right. All right, Mom, and this episode was entitled Day of the Wedding, directed by James Takata. You don't know that name, and that's okay. Only dorks like me know that name uh, because we do the research, and that's our job. This is the first episode uh, of This Is Us or any really major, huge project that he has directed, though he has been part of the This Is Us team for quite a while as a camera operator. So a camera operator is just somebody that you know literally operates the camera. Like you have somebody that um you know is the director, then you have the first AD and then you have uh, you know the cinematographer and all the other stuff and then you got the jabroni that ha- that holds the camera. Okay. That's James Takata. That's what he did. Love it. And he is now uh directing this episode. So and he was also a director uh he was a DP, a director of photography for one episode as well. So that just just an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. And then the writer was John Dorsey. Now, John Dorsey is also one of these kind of homegrown talents uh, where he was a staff writer and then he became a story editor and then became an executive story editor. And he has written a couple of episodes specifically of This Is Us, including A Hell of a Week Part 1 and also this episode uh, oh, no, he's also written Brotherly Love as well. So three episodes that he's written, and he's been an executive story editor or staff writer or a story editor for many, many years. So there you go. It's just another uh, – it's more evidence of this is us promoting the people from within. In Why addition not? in addition to giving the cast members and everybody else a, a, a creative say. <laughs> Plus, they were already in their COVID bubble. So I know. What else are you going to do? Seriously, like you're here. We might as well put you extra work. We right. can't bring anybody else in. Right. All right, Marvin, we got for your lemonade Back in the day, because this was filmed when yeah. it was hardcore bubbling. Yeah, super, super bubbly. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for your lemonade rating for this episode? Four point nine. So not, not last week's level. Okay. But very close. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. I. You know. I'm probably in the same realm as you in terms of the step down or step back. Uh, I'm at a four seven for this episode. It was very good. Lots to love. Uh, lots to not like. Also, the way you're saying lots makes lots, me think of lots to buy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. Um, okay, you're GBG. You're okay. good. You're bad, and you're great. I'm going a little basic because I assume the song is one of your GBGs. Am I right? Yes. Okay, good. So I'm going a little basic because I know you're going to be touching yeah, by the song. Basic. My good. Yep. The dresses oh. of Madison and Beth. Beth's dress was phenomenal. Wasn't a huge fan of Madison's. That's okay, because if I buy either of them, it's going to be Beth's. It's a lot cheaper, and that's more my style, the kind of like Grecian goddess kind of thing. Yes, yes, I'm into that. Love them. I love that kind of look as pseudo-bridesmaids. You know, they weren't standing up at the altar, Mm -hmm. but it shows that these women are my VPs, Mm -hmm. Yep. um, you know, pretty much sisters. Um, So I just loved that. I loved the the pretty take on the bridesmaid dresses. Gotcha, okay. Um, My bad. Where are the Pearson daughters? 
Okay, they're mentioned. Yeah. Randall says, oh yeah, I think it's Annie. Annie's my bodyguard because yes. Kevin was joking around and he's Elijah, we don't know you. And, and yeah, yeah well, you know, who's going to take care of the senator? Oh, don't worry. Annie's my guardian, my bodyguard. So I appreciate, once again, they're on a different location. They're at this vineyard thing. Yep. They have all these extras there and they've got Kevin and Madison's kids. They have obviously Kate's kids. But they mentioned the Pearson girls. So at least they're mentioned like everyone is now Annie. Okay. We don't, we don't. <laughs> they're all Peggy. They're all gone. They're all, all gone. Peggy. And I appreciate that they would have potentially had to recast them because this is five yeah, years in the future. I think, that's, I think that's the rub. But here would be my challenge. I would get three girls uh, of, of similar maybe heights or builds of their adult counterparts who live locally. And just shoot from behind. So they see the three Pearson girls yeah. sitting in the row behind their parents or next to their parents. Fair. Like I just, a lot of the shots were from behind of the guests anyway. And I'm yep. literally sitting here going, hashtag who are they? Hashtag who are they? Hashtag who are they? Where is Annie? You know, like yeah. I actually paused and I was trying to see, could they have just taken Three black girls, you know, teenagers, young adult women, and plopped them right there. And just shot from behind. And just shot from behind, and then we could think that it was them. We could say, yeah, we didn't get to see them from the front. We didn't get to see them do anything special. They're teenagers. They're young adults. They don't want to go to- They don't want to be there anyway. No. But they're not even in the flipping family photo. Yeah, that that is- Like, we made such a big deal that the whole day had to be changed around, and yet Rebecca's- Grandkids, Kate's nieces, yeah. are not in this photo. Yeah, it's. I I would I would definitely say not great, Bob. but Kevin's kids are. It's not. It's not Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones bad, but that it's close. So I would have. Yeah, the the family photo. I was upset that they weren't there, yeah. but then I was really upset that they couldn't have stand-in people from the back of their heads. Yes. So that was my bad. That is honestly why this is a 4.9 and a 5, not a 5. Oh, wow. The Pearson that, that's, girls. Well, you know what? That, that's a valid criticism. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a fair criticism. If that was me and I was left out of a family photo, I'd be pissed. <laughs> Remember when my aunt tried? Uh, no, didn't try. She did butt her way into our wedding photos. Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, this wedding photo is weird. Let me go take them with you. No, no, no. Oh, you're going to come in. Oh, oh, okay. We're doing this. And okay. I'm just going to make sure you don't make the album. <laughs> that's what I did. So oh, there you go, Blake. Oh, man, that was bad. No, uh, but okay. you're great. Sorry, my great. Okay. The entire wedding vibe. This episode, mm -hmm. I can rewatch all the time and just pretend I'm a guest. I don't care that there's little, little fights here or there. I don't care that there's, you know, Rebecca being sick. I do. But I'm saying that this is a good one for repeat. Yeah. For the sheer beauty and the little moments that you do get oh, sure. at weddings. You mm. do get these little extra conversations. But that wedding was so bougely expensive for bougely. two music. Yeah. You just, you I just mean up another word. Exactly. Because how bougely. the hell are two music teachers gonna afford that wedding? <laughs> and where did Miguel take all that wine? <laughs> he took like nine boxes of wine in That was over. a lot of wine. Where did he take it? You're at a vineyard. Like, like the wedding is at the vineyard, right? Where do you go? Where did Miguel go with all that wine? <laughs> 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 
That was an what excessive was amount of wine. And it's not like Rebecca is like joining them in, in, in pounding the drinks either. He went to a wine tasting. So he wasn't like, Rando, please help me go get the party wine. Yeah. Because it's taking place at the vineyard. So you just right. assume that they're having the wine from the vineyard. Yes. That was Miguel. I need to get through the next months of my life. <laughs> I have such bad whiplash that, that I'm bringing all of this to the hotel to ship home. Bring me all the wine, <laughs> all of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, it's kind of like Parks and Rec with uh, all the meat, all the bacon. Give no, no, son. I don't think you understood. I I meant all of the bacon in yeah. your store. <laughs> so that was my great. Was the whole oh, wedding Ron vibe, Swanson. even though they couldn't afford it. And I just need to put in the side note oh. about Mad Miggy. Oh, that was so just funny. buying all the wine. So, you know, and it's funny. I remember watching it, thinking, "Man, that's an excessive amount of wine. Like that's an aggressive amount of wine." That's how much wine. they would need for the party. Yeah, but it seems like that's all happening at the same place. And Miggy's just taking it home. No, that is Miggy's stash because he <laughs> likes that particular blend, and he needs to go oh, ship it. Oh man! Oh, all right. My good. My good is you didn't uh, think that way before, right? No, I didn't. I didn't. Where the hell did Miggy go? <laughs> Miggy's off pounding. Pounding wine bottles. Yep, that's it. My good. I have a tie. Uh, the first one is the choice that the show makes to just put you directly in Rebecca's confusion Ugh. with like there. There's no warning whatsoever. It's Jack opens the door yes. and he comes and sits down and you're like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. And you're thinking the only thing I want I, I wanted out of this was for Milo Ventimiglia to grab the bridge of his nose the way that Kevin does. That's the only thing. Looking back on it, I was like, that would have been really cool if he had grabbed the bridge of his nose in a a certain way. Yes. Because that would have been a very clear indicator of what was going on. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's meant to disorient, and it's meant to be like, hey, what are we doing here? But I love those moments. I love the moments that the show does this. And note, too, this is the second time the show has brought Jack back for Kate's wedding. She, They did it for the wedding to Toby, and now they're doing it again for um, uh, Kate Phillip. and Philip. Thank you. Yeah, that guy. Uh, uh, Patrick. And uh, and But obviously under a very different context. And I just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartwarming. Like when Jack walked in and he had the goatee and everything, man- it just it and just allowing him to be there it didn't switch like all of a sudden like it it was was jack one moment and then all of a sudden it was you know it was it was kept no no it was jack the whole time and i loved that and i loved even more so that moment when nikki says to kevin are you okay kid like that like hey you okay because of what's happening and Mm -hmm. All the things that are that are swirling around Kevin, like imagine how traumatizing that must be. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I know you're you're going along to get along, and I I know that he's just trying to do the right thing, and it's probably not hitting him in that moment. But that must be so traumatizing. Oh yeah. Uh, my other good, of course, it's the song. It's the song. Just taking this theme song and weaving it into the narrative in a way that it totally recontextualizes the experience Mm -hmm. of the theme song for the entire time that you've watched it. It is a tune that she has hummed to her kids. And 
it is it now has words and you recognize that the song that Rebecca is playing at Kate's wedding is a song you've been listening to the entire time. Can you it's it? not just a theme song. It's like the theme of the family. Like, oh my yep. God. It tell it, It's a whole brand new layer of storytelling in a way that you just didn't know you needed until you got it. And yep. then you're like, where was this my entire life? My bad. <sighs> the, the murder mystery here of who Kevin is sleeping with between uh between Beth and Madison like I get that it's supposed to be funny I get that it's supposed to bring some levity and intense moments but the problem is is that it's just not as funny and it's just not as interesting as the show thinks it is as interesting I liked it in the beginning you know when it first starts and they're in the room and they find the bra and they find the yeah, note. Yeah, like it was funny. She's taking pictures and the whole thing. And then yeah. when they think they figured it out that it's Cassidy in the elevator and they cheers themselves and, that you know, oh, this is great. And then they see Sophie and they're like, ooh, this is interesting. But I agree. After that point, I was kind of done. And I appreciate they needed it to go on. Yeah. But I don't know. And I, I just think, I think having that rider along the entire episode that is a a relatively heavy episode with a wedding like it's a big deal and even the stuff that they did in the flashback is a relatively big deal mm-hmm. and not because of the hair but i think for the layers that it's that it's creating I, I just think it's a weird rider to have and you know what it is it's just there for setup it's there for setup for the next episode that's all it is agreed and that's annoying and and you can Remember how we were saying, like, you know, the, the the emotional math has been adding up for Toby and Kate, and it like it it all mm-hmm. seems to fall into place. This is what this is when you can see that it's not falling into place. This is when you, because it's being shoehorned into this thing just to get to the next thing. Yes, and I don't like that. I don't like that. But my great, oh, come on, man. Come on, what? If it's anything other than Mandy Moore, then you got problems. You're on planet Zippy. If you if your great is anything else other than Mandy Moore, mine was the entire wedding vibe. Yeah, that's which fine. She was part of. She's part of it. Whatevs. <laughs> but it better include friggin' Mandy Moore. Yeah. Because what she has done in this season is remarkable, and this is not this is not the first time that I've called her out as my great, and it's for a reason because she, what she has done between young Rebecca, pound to ham Rebecca, <laughs> um. Piano playing Rebecca, mm. forgetting people's names, Rebecca, like the whole thing. Just I'm on such a I love Mandy Moore kick. I just that I watched Oh yes. You liked her so much you watched Tangled. I needed more of her. <laughs> I hate saying this. I think I said this last episode or a couple of episodes ago. I hate saying this, but I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm take Bumpkin now. Okay. If Mandy Moore does not win an Emmy for this role, there's a problem. I hate all award ceremonies and I really don't care. I know you don't care, but I kind of do. She probably cares. Well, she should care. It, it's it's resume builder listen, right there. Listen, it's rigged. If there's no clear rubric and your rubric is dependent upon people's personal opinions, it's bananas. Okay? I'm just telling you. It's bananas. That's what I tell my kids. Why didn't I win the effort award? Because... Because it's bananas. Because it's human error. If it's a math test, there's black and white answers. You won, you don't win. Okay? (laughs) If it's up to humans to have to choose based upon their personal preference, it's bogus. (sighs) Yes. I would agree. I would agree. 
This is what I've told myself over the many years that I haven't liked one thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's just the people. The, yes, yes. Rapunzel knows best. Um, no, I, I really think I honest, honest to God, I there there is zero point zero reason for any other actress to win this an Emmy Award for Best Outstanding Actress. I, I just what she has done in this season is remarkable, and it is worthy is especially worthy of note, but worthy of all the awards, and uh, that's that. So many more, just killing it in this episode. Truly. All right, so we have a little bit of a hot out for this episode, ladies and gents. And so we are going to forego the big three feedback, uh, specifically because we did so much for the last episode and it was very warm, welcome, awesome stuff. And we're also going to forego the um, in or out segment as well. Again, I hate to do it, but because we have a hot out on this episode, I just want to get to it. And I want to get to all the things uh, that are important mm-hmm. uh, that we think are, are worthy of discussion. And Mary, I know the first thing that is going to come to anybody's mind is, I think, Mandy Moore or the wedding or whatever. But I I want to throw a dark horse in there. Miguel? Miggy. I know. I want to throw Miggy in there because what Miggy goes through. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. Man. He need, t- hey, he was part of my great mention because I concur. Somebody's got to watch out for Miggy. And he thought it would be Randall. Uh, that's true. I know. And Randall's probably Randall the worst was person. my bad. <sighs> Which is rich coming from you. That's exactly what I would have done. I would have looked at those pills. <laughs> I would have said, why are you shaking? Let me help you with that box. All right. Do you believe Miggy, number one, that- Believe uh, about what? I always believe Miggy. Miggy's not a liar. Uh, I agree, but maybe he is lying about, about the pills. What? About the pills and the shaking. Maybe he doesn't want anybody to, to start thinking that he's sick, too. No, I would believe him about that because he probably knows. Because Randall already Googled it. Randall Googled the medicine. <laughs> so you. So <laughs> it's so you. Oh I know. My God. You know what I would have done? Not my chair, not my problem. Nope. 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 Don't care. Don't know what it is. Don't want to know oh, what it is. Oh, my mom's got some new pills. What are these? Oh, I'm going to go back Google and it. Google it. Oh, that had <laughs> Miguel's name on it. I wonder what that's for. Maybe I can go on a Facebook phone. I wouldn't do that on Facebook. <gasps> Oh, man. So I think, I don't think Miguel's lying that that could be a reaction from the shaking. Could his shaking be from something else? Potentially, yes. Yeah. But I think Miggy knows that Randall would have Googled the side effects from it. Sure. And would be able to call his bluff. Absolutely. I just want to call this out. I think this is a very special moment. Miggy walking Kate down the aisle. <gasps> oh. Special moment. And it's even more special when you consider how far Miggy has come in the eyes of the big three, right? Because the big three, as we all know, are very quick to um, dismiss. If you're not part of the big three, you're out. Well, what I like to think about too is that Kate lived with Rebecca um, when Rebecca and Miggy were straight up friend zone but besties and yes. watching Emerald every single day. And Kate would bust on them a bit saying like, oh, you guys just watch TV every night. You're so lame. But you know that Kate sat down and watched TV with them a lot. Of course, And you guaranteed. know that Kate ate the dinners with them that they made after oh, yeah. watching the cooking they shows. Watched, they watched so, King of Queens. Yes. You know, uh, uh, you know the, the nanny. Whole thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely the nanny. Come on. Miguel uh, would totally be into the nanny. 
<laughs> you know he would love the nanny. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sure they dabbled in some friends. They tried Seinfeld. They weren't big fans. They like the X Files. That you know was what? the odd duck. That was, that was the something odd duck. that Kate brought to them, and, and they said and they, okay, and they ended up liking it. Yes. That's right. That yes. is totally right. You know so, what? He was a big he was a big Scully fan. Yes, loved the red hair. That's yes. the that's the thing. That's the thing that got Miggy. This is at least the story that I'm telling myself as they're walking <laughs> down the aisle together. Because naturally, I just thought it would be uh, Kevin and Randall walking her down. But when it was Miggy, that's what I thought. I thought of teenage eyeliner Kate. Yep, watching X Files. Yeah. Do you think when he like if, when he leaned in to give her a kiss, he whispered in her ear, "The truth is out there." Yes. <laughs> One hundred percent. I want to believe. <laughs> oh man! Oh, absolutely. Okay, so Miggy, Miggy's sick too. Miggy's having some. Miggy's having some some issues emotionally, understandably. Did they play the handshake in a little too much for you? No, because they did. They showed it like three or four times. He was drinking glasses the entire time. Okay? No, no, but like he was like, it was like no. a little overt, don't no, you think? No, please. If you're going to say that's overt, then watch Jurassic Park. Get out of here. <laughs> what do you mean, watch Jurassic Park? Boom. Ripple, ripple, ripple. That's because you've never seen that before. That was different. Okay. You haven't seen this before, and this is us. <laughs> what, what really gets me going about Miguel in this episode is the fact that. Yeah, he has a conversation with 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 Randall about how everything's moving fast. It's all of it's moving fast. Everything. I just want to feel human. Mm-hmm. I just yada, yada yada. But what he's not saying is what's most important, and that is this: Rebecca is consistently thinking of Jack, and it's not to say that she didn't beforehand, but. She's always referring to Jack in a sense that he's there. And Miggy, like, think of that. It's well, almost Miguel like Miguel was there in that timeline. Yeah, but think of that, though. Like, Miguel has spent all this time being married to Rebecca, taking care of her, doing the things, you know, and, and, and sharing a, a really special, life, special together. life together. And here she is thinking that Jack's right around the corner. And Miggy, she ain't married to Miggy. Like, think of that. How how awful is that? And he That's has nine boxes to... of wine awful. That's yeah, how that yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at at least nine bottles of wine per box. So that's 81 bottles of wine. On the wall. <laughs> On the wall. 81. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're married, Mike. Oh, man. Talking X-Files and 81 bottles of wine on the wall. Um, yeah, just think of how heartbreaking that is and how... Oh, and again, it's everything that he's not saying that is what's most heartbreaking, right? Yeah, it's 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 it sucks to see that you know that everything is and he's he's becoming a caretaker and he doesn't feel like he's human. He's he's becoming a nurse essentially, like he's losing himself. And he has to explain it to everybody. And here's Randall, who obviously has been busy, didn't know how badly Rebecca has yeah. progressed. And Mickey's just trying to be like, don't worry about it, man. Like, this is our normal now. Yeah. This is a stop trying to be the hero. I'm the hero. Good point. 
good point. Like not only does he have to live it, but he has to relive it. Over and over and yes, over. Yes, he has to tell um, Kate and Kevin and occasionally Randall and then has to sit there and fight and say, no, like it's been bad, but I know what's best right now. Yeah. And on top of that, he has to fight, which I'm sure there is frustration with Rebecca. Like think of when I had my surgery, right? Like I'm, I was upstairs laying in bed and my stomach was playing cut open. Sims. Playing Sims. No, playing Sim City. Okay. And, you know, I was infirmed. Like I was, I was messed up and Mary had to take care of the kids and like I couldn't lift the kids. I couldn't even really get out of bed. And I know that there was frustration on your end from t- towards me. And not because you wanted to, but it's just like, what the hell? Actually, it wasn't that bad. I, but it is a common thing that people get as a caregiver. Like sure. if their partner does get laid up for a long time. It's yeah. very common. I found a way to beat that. Which is how? I just bought a lot of stuff for myself. <laughs> all, all the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> One of my girlfriends asked me, because her husband ended up having bad surgery yeah. um, several months later. And she's like, how did you do it? I'm so frustrated. And I wish he would help out more, even just from bed and like read to the kids and just distract them. And what did you do? And I was like, um, I just am now getting manicures and pedicures and <laughs> treating myself because- Treat yourself. I'm not I'm not mad at him, but yeah. I know I need to take care of myself yes. in a way that other people, my little kids, Blake, like nobody could take care of me but me. Mm-hmm. So I did that and that alleviated what frustration I think I could have had on you. Sure. And so when you you know, irrespective and of And that's what Mickey's doing. Exactly. He's buying nine cases of wine. <laughs> because he needs to he needs to treat himself. That's his retail therapy. Treat yourself. <laughs> and he might go on Amazon to get some more inflatables. <laughs> He's going to buy all the decanters. He needs a good decanter with all that he good wine. He already has some. Oh, okay. Sorry. Like pass down. <laughs> pass down. With- They're next to the wedding doll. Yeah. I was just going to say the wedding doll. <laughs> um, yeah. Just that. I like that you wanted this episode to be slightly short. I did. And we've now just talked about Miguel of all people. I know. Oh, He's probably going to croak. Though, by so the way, Miguel coming down from the top rope with a sideways reference I'm not drinking no effing Merlot. Oh, that was awesome. Mary, I know you have never seen that movie. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know if it's a Mary movie. <sighs> it's a good question. It's a it's a quirky, <coughs> excuse me, quirky fun movie. I love movie, quirky. But I don't know if it's quirky enough for you. If it's you. Amelie quirky. Definitely not Amelie quirky. Is it Umbrella Factory quirky? Umbrella Factory, uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm talking about. That too. Yeah, stats of a nerds. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's not that quirky. Is it dark quirky? I don't like dark. Quirky. It's not. It's like a mix between dark quirky. Is it like Little Miss Sunshine? No, but you know what it was. <laughs> you know what? I, remember that movie you watched with uh, Amy Pola and uh, and what's her name when they went to the wine country? Yeah. With the, uh, it's like that. That oh. was like a female sideways. Okay. So that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. So I just want to say, uh, you love sideways. Sideways is great. We know. Coming coming down from that reference there, um, Jack. Let's talk about the Jack of it all in this episode. In past or present? Um, let's do past. Yeah, because that's the only real Jack. Ah, but I do love fake Jack, though. Hey, fake Jack is called Kevin. I, I just, I just love what they what they chose 
to do there. But let's talk young Jack or o- older young real Jack. I don't think that there's much depth that we can have to the past. I really disagree. Because <laughs> we already love them as a couple. If anything, I think that the Jack stuff shows uh, depth into Kevin, mm-hmm. the the present day Jack stuff, um, that Kevin has to put on this act. Thank God he's an actor. Uh, that he has to put on this act with his own mom. And... um. And I think that his storyline of what this is doing to him is overshadowed by the who's he sleeping with. I don't think we're realizing the emotional weight that this has put on mm. Kevin, that she always thinks he's freaking Jack. He has to go stand next to her in the family photo because oh, she yeah. thinks it's Jack. When he's going on a walk with her later and she goes, hey, sweetie, what's up? And he looks at her and he says, mom, oh, with a I question. Know. She's like, yeah. Because he doesn't know is the sweetie, usually when, think about that, he has to know that when she says sweetie, she knows that it's Kevin. Oh. And he questions, mom, Yes, Kevin, what's going on? I didn't see you at the bonfire. He has to figure out, is she with me now? And then she leaves again, and it's back to Jack. Brutal. Brutal, brutal stuff. It gets completely overshadowed by the who's he sleeping with. I wouldn't even say overshadowed. I say undercut. Thank you. Undercut is a more uh, effective term. To me, the Jack stuff in the future was all about... Look at what Kevin has to go through. So as much as we want to hate on next week's episode, because some people do, they want to hate on it. Right now, I think I think Kevin needs needs a hug from heck. He can have an orgy for all I care. Okay? Yeah, I think he needs he needs all the orgies. He needs right a now. little love. Um, I I think the the past Jack and Rebecca stuff is actually really important. I mean, yes, we because again, well, I'll, I'll 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 pull another uh, lost reference here. You know, this is almost sort of like a um, we have to go back, Kate. A Jack's tattoos. Uh, episode but in this case we find Jack's the origin of Jack's mustache mm-hmm. but unlike the Jack's tattoo episode in Lost it actually makes sense to the, what they do in This Is Us makes sense to the character and how what Jack as a character does to support his wife and how you know how he recognizes these big things to to support her but also, I want you to think of it in these terms. They have this great conversation about routine and how she doesn't like the routine because she's pounded ham and she reeks of mom. And how can you like this? And Jack's like, well, you know, I grew up kind of messed up and the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the routine of it all. And yes, the, in and of itself, that is a sweet and beautiful sentiment but think about the trauma that Jack is facing. And then also let's consider the kind of life that they have created together. That is, I think, falls more in line with Jack's vision mm-hmm. of what life should be. Mm-hmm. And when Rebecca tries to branch out of that vision later on when they're older and they get in that huge fight at the end of season one, the, mm-hmm. the Moonshadow fight. Um, he like he gives her the business a little bit, mm-hmm. and I I just I find that trauma really ev- like not effer not effervescent, but um, 
laying beneath the surface in this conversation. Did you find that same thing? I don't know about thinking about it in regards to Moonshadow, but it made me... Um, it just made me think about our own family a bit more. Like you, Blake, love just to have the routine and uh, have things more on the simpler side. And I have a bit more of a free spirit like Rebecca and I get sick of routine mm-hmm. and I need a change of pace. And since having COVID um, and the lingering effects that I've been going through, I have had a very boring, basic life. <laughs> it's so boring and basic that I have decided to bake sourdough. <laughs> and I'm suddenly a plant mom uh, because I need to do things that teach me patience because having this simple routine where I'm basic, basically stuck in the house and my one role that I've really made sure to try to have energy for has been to be a mom mm-hmm. to our kids um, so that they don't have to take the brunt of my fatigue. Um, I love it, but I do need to mix things up. And that's why we went away to the lake house last week because I just needed a change. Yeah, I agree. So I didn't see it in the perspective of Jake's tra- uh, Jack's trauma or moon shadow, but I do appreciate what you're, what you're coming from because that was, um, you know, my parents were raised by alcoholics. And so my mom wanted routine and she wanted to know and it to be very kind of like clockwork and it wasn't until I was in high school that I realized this is why she needed simple routines Mm -hmm. and expectations of things because living with an alcoholic house living in an alcoholic household and growing up in that you you never know what to expect just like Jack said so um maybe that's why I too don't want routine because I had the opposite Trust upon me. You know, my mom was in the military and raised by an alcoholic. So, like, it was double. Yeah, very regimented. Yeah. Yep. So, I hear you. I think it it brings, I I like that it brings it into play, you know, to be reminded of the depth of Jack. It's a, it's a, again, it's a sweet moment, but buried within it is a tension that will come out. Mm Mm-hmm. I will say the young actors, the children, making fun of <laughs> Rebecca's hair. Oh my god! And then Jack having to like, <laughs> like not it. laugh, like so good. Call and what makes He-Man. it even better? The kids did such a good job that I think the people had to show them what He Man was. That they yeah. had to show him these them these things so they could actually be like, "That is funny. She does look like them." You know? Yes. They needed to truly understand it. I even love when they were just pretending to be puppies. Oh, <laughs> they were so cute. That reminded me of you because she was like, "Can you guys just eat your lunch normal, please? Can you just?" And then she just looks at them and they're all howling. And she's oh, okay. Yep. Fine. Yep. Whatever. This is it. The the thing that would never happen though, you would the, you would never stop at the crossing guard and the crossing guard would recognize you and say, right on time, Mrs. Larson, same time every day. Nope. Never would happen. They would first off be like, who is that? Because <laughs> my hair would be different. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I show up to school looking like trash. I show up to school in the afternoon looking, looking like, like Miss Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't know who I am. Oh my god! No, they would be like, "What was that blaze of dust that just went by?" <laughs> I don't go that fast. <laughs> I use cruise control <laughs> so that it's regulated, <laughs> and then I just play a game in my mind. 
the the game that I do. Yeah, I know the the Mario game. Yeah, where you have to. Oh no, the um. No, I do pretend that I'm in yeah, Mario, the racing game. Yeah, and you have to be the leader of the pack. And whatever. no, you don't want to be the leader of the pack. Oh, you don't. I think you said you no, because if to. you're leader of the pack, oh, then, the then you're the person you the cop pulls over. But yeah, if you're sure. in the middle of the pack, you're safe. But if you want to get to the next pack, you have to time it wisely so you're not in a speed <laughs> trap when you get to the next pack. <laughs> You have not learned my ways, Blake. Oh, Mary. Oh, my goodness gracious. What are we doing? I'm a nerd. What are we doing? I'm formulating how to (laughs) wiggle. Strategic plans to to, to get ahead of highway traffic. (laughs) I also always make sure that I have an exit if someone drives erratically near me. I'm <sighs> always cognizant. Do I want to go left or right, or do I, or am I going to need to? Except for that one break? time, the truck hit you. He hit me on my right, so I continued to move to the left. Yeah, sure. He did. I know. I'm not saying that he didn't. I'm not saying that he didn't. All right. Hey, what did you think of uh, Randall? And he, he is a senator now. He is a senator at the wedding. At the wedding, yes. At the time of the wedding, he is a senator. Not. I'm, oh. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that he is not president. Thank God. That doesn't mean that it's not happening in the future. Um, do you buy his assent to yes. being a senator? I do. I kind of do too. Hello, after that viral video. Oh yeah, right. You're Everybody right. knows him. <laughs> if the Sh- if Schwarzenegger can get oh true to Good point. governor, then hot dad. Did you get um, slight? I I got slight Ferris Bueller ref- uh, vibes from his. Um, no. Uh, speech. No. Uh, you know, life comes at you pretty fast. If you don't stop around to take a look, you might you might just miss it. No. That's what I I kind of got that. It was a much more eloquent. Wasn't as efficient. I as know Ferris a Bueller. lot of people liked that speech. It bored me. Really? Yeah. How come? I don't know. I just took it as Randall being like, "Oh, I've been dumb, and I just made Mickey upset. Mickey, I think, is dying too." <laughs> so I'll I'll acknowledge him in my speech. Yeah, which means that that speech wasn't well thought out. Then no, exactly. Which means he just amended it. Yes. right before. Yes, which I don't think would be a normal Randall thing to do. I think he would have written it and rewritten it and actually had it memorized. <clears throat> Good point. Maybe being uh, Beth, a senator, to- Beth calls him equal parts sexy and depressing. Would you agree with that st- st- sentiment? One hundred percent. Yeah, I think so too. Sexy and depressing. Yep. That's basically what I am every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? In this? You know what the funny thing is, Mary? What? In an episode that is dedicated to the wedding of Kate and Philip, that is the least interesting part except for who slept with Kevin. For me. No, the music. Oh, the least interesting part. Yeah. Um, thought the most interesting. Okay. Uh, I mean, I disagree it was my great i thought it was a beautiful vibe and i'm here for it can i please be a guest because i don't know who any of these people are anyway i do love the fact that kevin oh, the scottish guy oh the scottish guy is great that must be philip's dad has to be philip's dad it's got to be or it was like his uncle because they said they drank all of the beer yeah or the wine they drank everything yeah they drank everything well done little bit of a stereotype but that's just throwing that out there I loved the nod to Outlander fans to That's see true. someone in a kilt. You know Madison oh, yeah. was like, please send me at the table with the Scots. <laughs> I need to ask them all about Edinburgh. 
Kevin. I need to I need to practice my my garlic on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious, where is it? Where is my button? Kevin bombs his mowage thing, and uh, Randall knocks it out of the pack with his speech. Why does Kevin bomb it? Well, because nobody laughed at his at his I impression. I did. Yeah. I did. That was my favorite movie. I no, I'm not saying that it wasn't your favorite movie. You know who loved it? Who? Sophie. <sighs> so shut up. As long as me and Sophie and Kevin like the Princess Bride things. Yep. Then that's anybody fine. want a peanut? Anybody want a peanut? Okay, All we're right. here for it. Let's talk about the Rebecca thing. The, that was the, my username, the, Buttercup. I know. Uh, Rebecca in the song, tremendous. Yes. Just tremendous, and they played it off very well. They did. Um, yeah, that's it. I got a hot take. You ready for it? I am. All right. All right. I want to believe. Um, here's the thing. Kevin mm-hmm. doesn't end up with any of them. How? Is that even possible? He has a ring on his hand. The show, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You want to know why he has the ring on his hand in the future? Why? He's doing it for the, for the sake of Rebecca. What do you mean? She thinks he's Jack. So he's wearing the ring mm. to make her feel. Maybe one day she recognizes, hey, Jack, why are you wearing your ring? Oh, so he wears it just gosh. for her. Maybe that's why he has an award on his shelf. The siblings get it for him. For, maybe Miggy like, gets it. Best best ghost dad. Best faux husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he doesn't end up with any of them, oh. any of the ladies. He just, needs he takes care. He takes care of Rebecca. Okay. That's the love that he has. And he handles his children. And the reason why I say all this oh. It's because they're building this up to be a thing where it's it's not no one's gonna be pleased. Okay, well you know what? I'm here for the Sophie action action. Storybook love. She hasn't had any kids so far. She would love to be a stepmom. Rebecca would be down for it. You know, when she was kind of in her little zone and she said, Oh, they're gonna figure it out. It's okay. Rebecca signs off on Sophie. Yep. I'm here for Sophie. Wanna make a bet? No, I don't want to bet anything. Right. Leave me alone. <laughs> Are you ready to close us out? All I got is plants and bread. <laughs> <laughs> plants and bread. And a wigs. Two wigs. Two wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Two wigs and a plant. Sounds like a, a bad... A, a great show. That, that's basically if I had like a COVID reality TV show. Yeah, it's two wigs and a plant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? If he doesn't end up with Sophie, if he ends up with none of those three yep. people... Yep. We can take a picture of me holding the wigs in a plant. I'll wear right. one wig, hold a wig, yeah. and hold my plant. You'll hold the wig stand with the plant. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's close That's this bad bet. boy out. And if you think you're getting out of this episode without hearing the song, you're crazy. They say time will tell, but I think he likes to keep secrets. So we'll wait and see. Oh, every excuse to just not play the regular song. Ladies and gents, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Mary. My name is Blake. This is us too. That's fine with me. Cause I get this moment with you forever It all hits me at once forever now. If there's a right way to say it, I'm still learning how.
we have is a forever now. Just listen to me. 